Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to LiveDeliverance.com here on BlogTalkRadio.com. This is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. Now, listening to us via the simulcast during the hours of 9 o'clock p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. on Monday evenings, we're so glad to have you. If you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or during any other times of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com and give us the times, dates, locations, or platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways legally and in righteousness. If you hear any of our content through any other means, it is the result of internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all those who participate in any internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now, having said all that, we can get down to the business of the kingdom. So go ahead and get a pen and some paper. So if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. Now, if you would just join me in a word of prayer, and we will sanctify our time together. Holy Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. That healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your spirit, your love, and your word. Be as big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus revealed to us the Father and draws into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. 
May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirits and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, this is part five of Made Unto Us Wisdom. And um, we want to just kind of get into a, a, a settled understanding of what God has done. You know, he did something different here. Jesus, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 1, verse 30, it says that, but of ye are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness, sanctification and redemption. He says that God had something in mind. And as I was just thinking about this a minute ago, um, it's so good that the plan of God encompasses all. You know, because when all is your supply, then you don't have any lack. And this is the plan of God. Because he sent Jesus and of God, who is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. So that, that tells me that not only is uh, the wisdom of God available in fullness, your redemption is also coming to you in fullness. Your righteousness, that's by his spirit, comes to you in fullness. Your uh, sanctification comes in fullness. So, beloved, I don't know where we got this from, the idea that um, you could be half saved, partially saved. No, he gets everything, okay? His, his, his acts goes to the root of the tree. He doesn't just deal with the leaves, you know? That, that's what everybody sees. But God goes to the root of the situation so that he can, in his fullness, meet you at your full need, okay? That's something that we, we really got. It's going to become more and more important as we go through the next phase of these, this, this uh, dispensation here because if you think that God is half blessing you, then that would mean that somebody or something has to make up the other half. But he wants to be all in all, okay? In, 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 first, in John, the first chapter, it tells us that uh, of his fullness we have received grace for grace, of his fullness. So then the way you enter into a thing is the way the thing is going to be sustained. <laughs> there was a song even in my generation, and it went like this. The same thing it took to get your baby hook is going to take the same thing to keep her. He didn't say it's going to take a different thing. He said it's going to take the same thing. So if we relax on our pursuit of God, then at the place that we relax is the place that we fall into sin. And I don't mean sin being the ooey bad thing that you did. Uh, David says in Psalms 119, uh, verse 11, he says, Thy word have I hid in my heart so that I would not sin against you. 
sin, the primary definition of sin is to be without a portion. So I say it most of the time. If you are without a portion, then you probably will do the wrong things because you don't believe you have what you need as your supply. Do you see what I'm saying? See, God deals with you so that you would be complete in him. Okay? He doesn't want you to be half supplied because if you are half supplied, then you will probably only pursue halfway to the victory. Um, uh, uh, in one of the prophets of Elijah was told the king, he said, what I want you to do is I want you to take this arrow and I want you to beat the arrows on the ground. And so the, 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 the king did, and he started uh, beating them on the ground. He hit three times, and then he quit. And Elijah was mad. He said, why did you stop? He said, if you would have kept on striking the floor, then you would have had complete victory over your enemies. Now you should only have three victories. Again, notice God's leaving the application to you. But the invitation covers all, okay? It doesn't matter where you are and what your need is. God wants to supply all your need, okay? The, the, the question is, will we pursue him for all? In the book of Deuteronomy, he says one of the things that, that, that's going to happen to them after he laid out in chapter 28, he laid out uh, 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 the, the, the understanding of all. He says, if you will hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God to adhere or to comprehend, understand all of and keep all of his commandments, then all of these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. Then he delineates those blessings in the uh, first 13 uh, verses of that chapter. Then as he goes to verse, I think it's around 67, he says, but because you did not serve me for the abundance of all things. See, he wants to fulfill the all of your life so that you don't have need of any other thought process that's not are productive, or any other wasted energy, see, because God is the God of all, see, so he was made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, see, that, you can just look at that and, and understand that that includes the all of your life, Amen. If, if, if you need to get out of a situation, away from a situation, Jesus has been made unto you everything you need to get rid of, eradicate that situation. See? The, the, that's the way that, that he set it up for us. He wants us to enjoy all. He's given us all things richly to enjoy. Okay, so he, he, he's made Jesus the, the, the gateway. Jesus said it himself. He said, I am the way, 
the truth, the life. He said, I am the door. He didn't say, I'm one of many doors. I'm one of many ways. He said, I am the door, the way, the truth, the life. Since that's what he said, and the way he said it, with that exclusivity and completeness, see, so that whatever you're facing doesn't matter. I'll even tell you this. It doesn't matter how long you've been facing it. Amen. He is the answer for it in totality. But we have to begin to renew our minds and think from that perspective. That 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 you didn't allow uh, your heart to be engaged at a halfway level. See, he reciprocates whatever you do. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with mm-hmm, all. See, he set it up from Jump Street. He wants you to know that all is where he resides. Okay? He releases all when you pursue him with all. See? If you're going to leave uh, a, a, another escape route, if you would, a workaround, as my daughter calls it, if you want to keep a workaround, then that workaround that you uh, participate in is going to be the limitation that you're going to live with. Psalms 78 says they, they limited the Holy One of Israel. They limited him. He didn't say that there would be things they couldn't do. See? that that's, that's what his word promises us. See? Even the promise of salvation, he said, you would have uh, eternal life. So that I understand. Eternal has to include everything or it's not eternal. And eternity starts now or it could not be eternity. See? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So then his introduction to your life brought all, okay? That's going to kind of be a, a thread that, that runs through the ministry tonight so that you can see and understand that, that as God is trying to, to get you to enter into all of his blessings, he didn't leave anything out, okay? He, he, he doesn't want, he wants you to love him with all your heart. All your mind, all your strength. Okay? He wants total and complete surrender because he's giving you all. He's offering you all. See, I, 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 I can't find a better way to say it or to look at it. See? He's Lord of all. So so God wants us to be able to, to enjoy all because that's, okay, we'll do it that way, sir. That's good. He wants us to enjoy all so that we can enjoy God. Mm-hmm. See, because if I have a, a, a relationship that does not surrender all to me so that I can surrender all to him, then I'm going to have a, a, a partial salvation, partial victory. See? 
And God didn't want you to have to deal with partiality. He wants you to deal with completeness, fullness, abundance, overflow. Okay? Our our hearts have to engage at that level so that we can do our part. I mean, just some of the things that you can hear. He said, cast how much of your care on him? All of it. See, so he did not want to be a half-time, part-time God. Amen. See, he wants to, and the way he dispenses, as you have believed, so be it unto you. If you have believed, so be it unto you. See, if you're going to try to, and it's what we do, these are the challenges we got to get out of. You want to, 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 to have surrender and leave, a, 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 leave yourself a, 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 an escape, if you would. Leave yourself a, a, the benefit of the doubt. Let me just help you out. Get this. There is no benefit in doubt. Okay, there you go, y'all. See, there is no benefit in doubt. See, we have been given a sure word. But we've been trained to, to hedge our bets, if you would. To, to do things, think things that say, you know, you take one step and God will take two. No, God wants you to be lost in him, lost in his love. Then, sir, because I'm lost in his love, then every step that I take is in him. That's what it says. In him you live, in him you move, in him you have your being. See? It, He was made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. So, again, that doesn't leave anything that touches your life out. Okay? So then that's why he wants us to abandon unto him. That that I don't have plan B. I don't need plan B. Plan A is enough. He is the way, the truth, the life. He is the door. So I don't have to have a backup plan here. But what I do have to have is complete surrender. Okay? So then we can ask some questions and give you some answers that if you don't have uh, the things that the promise of God says that you should have, we would ask the question, have you completely surrendered to that promise? Amen. I mean, do you just know that this is it? You know, um, have you ever lost some money uh, in, in, in a room in your house and you had full assurance that that money that you lost was in this room? What do you do? Do you walk back outside and say, well, maybe I don't know where I left it? Or do you dismantle that room? Take everything that you can move and move it so that you can look under, around, and and, and besides everything because you have full assurance that the money that you had is in that room. Well, let's do God the same way. Let's be completely sure that everything that we need is in him. In him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. See, that we, we need to get to that place. 
that 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 I don't have to have a, 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 an intellectual approach and a spiritual approach. I can have one approach because those that worship God, absolute imperative, it says must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Okay, and we can't take a. I mean, we got so many scriptures that shows you if you are double-minded of the position of two thoughts. That's what he asked him. He said, how long will you be between two opinions? Okay? A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And if you want to function as a double-minded man, here's the rest of the verse, let not that double-minded man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord because you are unstable. He didn't say in some of your ways. He says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. As we're getting into the season and time of life that, that, that God is wanting us to be fully persuaded, okay? No longer half persuaded. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. No, we have to be fully persuaded that what he promised, he is also able to perform. This is what's going to, wow, sir, this is what's going to differentiate those that believe and those that want to believe. Yeah, we, we have the scripture where the man said, help thou my unbelief. We should be past that by now, beloved. We should be the ones that, uh, as, as Daniel says in, in chapter 11, verse 32, those that know their God, they're the ones that's going to be strong, and they will do exploits. Glory to God. See, they, they won't be those that are questioning God, demanding because of lust. Those will be the ones that, that, that know for a certainty because of trust. See, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. And don't let part of your heart lean. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge, confirm him. And then he shall, absolute imperative, direct your path. See, what, what I have come to understand is God has more ways for you to get out and escape than you can come up with. Amen. See, he has paths with an S that he will direct you in. So that if, if you run into uh, uh, resistance, it doesn't bother God because when he came to you with the understanding that he's going to impart, he already had paths available for you. He has ways. The devil tried to kill Jesus at birth, but God had already ordained paths. Mm-hmm. See, the enemy of your soul is waiting for you to tell him what he can do. Whatever you bind is bind, bound. Whatever you loose is loose. He has to wait on you to tell him where the attack can come from. Come on. That's the way it is, y'all. Okay. If you're going to function in unbelief, unbelief is sin. Amen. See? An evil heart of unbelief. Depart from the living God. 
right? So unbelief is sin. And if you're going to function in sin, the devil doesn't have to look for you. He knows where you are. Amen. From Jump Street, when, when Adam and Eve were in the garden, the devil came in there and introduced doubt. That's what has God said. And so when they connected with the doubt, then things went bad because they tried to prove that the, the love of God. Ooh, that's good. They tried to prove the love of God. Wait a minute, y'all. They tried to prove the love of God to a demon. Wow. God knows that in the day you eat thereof, you'll be like him. And so they went about trying to prove that they were like God to a demon. Wow. <laughs> See? But all you have to do is just, do you have faith? Have it to yourself. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. You don't have to function in doubt, worry, frustrations, anxieties, and fears. See? When you are on the word of God, then that word that you, glory to God, that word that you are settled on, he says that word, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. See? He, 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 he has this situation working for the eternal purposes of God. This is not temporary. Some of the things that we do, we just want God to fix this or move that. Well, why don't you engage your heart in the place of the eternal purpose of God? Amen. Every day of the week, that's working, ain't it? See? It works in every situation. If we can cause our heart to rest in the truth of his word, fully abide there. That's what Jesus said. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you can talk from a different position. You can ask what you will, and it shall be, not might be, shall be given you. See? This is how we, 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 we need to gird up our minds to say, okay, no, no, no. I've already heard his word. I already received his word. And to them that receive him, to them he gave the power to become sons. See? So we want to get to the place where we know that Jesus has been made unto us. Wisdom. Righteousness sanctification, and redemption. See, God placed Jesus in us and then placed us in wisdom. That's the reciprocal of this. You accept him and God puts you in wisdom. You know, you're not trying to, yes, true, you're not trying to get wisdom, beloved, you're trying to release wisdom because he is of God. He has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification. Come on, look at it. There it is. Right there, 1 Corinthians verse 1, chapter 1, verse 30. See? I mean, 
I'm, I'm, this is just the introduction. I, I'm trying to, to, to make sure that, that your heart agrees with this. I'm trying to let you build up the faith to believe what he said so that you can enjoy what he said. He says, what you should do is you should believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Notice the prosperity came after you were established. Okay? The enjoyment comes after you have been established. If I'm still questioning, I'm not established. I'm, I'm like the wind uh, that's tossed with the wave of the sea, driven, driven to and fro. See? I go for this sometimes, and maybe I go for that. Brandy when it's handy, beer if it's near. See? As opposed to being settled in the word of God, being established so that I can prosper. Again, he says, but of him are ye in Christ, whom of God is made unto us. I love that, made unto us. There has to be... There has to be a, a transformation, okay? Accepted transformation. So then I used to think this way, believe this way, but the word says this, so I'm going to allow that word to make me something. See? That's why it says, if you continue in my word, then are you disciplined, disciples. You are my disciples in what you do indeed. And when you continue in the word, then you will know the truth, become intimate with the truth, and the truth that you are intimate with will make you free, not set you free, make you free. A person that's made free is different from a person that's set free because I can set you in the perfect conditions, but because your heart still has questions, you will move away from where you were set. But if you are made free, then that means from the inside out, this is now who you are. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. The Apostle Paul grew up in the in the religious sector of the of the country, and he had to come to the place where now he says, no, 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 no. We need to be fully persuaded that what he promised, he's able also to perform. See, he studied Scripture over and over, and he saw the God that made promise keeps promise. Glory to God. Okay, so then as he is the maker of the, the promise. It's easy for us to keep it, isn't it? I, I, I can trust him. I can count on him to do the things that he said he would do. See? He's faithful, that promise. If I'm in him but of him, are ye in Christ Jesus? Okay? So, so I... Where do I place my heart? I mean, that becomes the question. I'm not upset with uh, academia, but where am I putting my trust? In my intellect or in his word? 
See? It's, you, can, you, you can see the answer in your own heart, in your own lives. You know, it's interesting to me that um, before I heard the word salvation, the devil didn't bother with me trying to tell me I couldn't be saved. You know, when I was acting a fool, the devil was not trying to talk me out of my foolishness. But when I got, when I heard the word of salvation, here he comes and told me now, you can't be saved. Why? Because he only comes to steal the word that you already have. He only comes to steal. Jesus said, John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief cometh not but for two. Okay? That means he's only doing it from this perspective. He has to try to steal what you have, destroy what you have, kill what's alive. He only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, which means I must have something that is alive, that is mine. Okay? And so before I, I, I heard the, 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 the message of salvation, he didn't come telling me all the stuff I couldn't get. He only came after a word of salvation hit my heart. Jesus said that, that the sower uh, uh, um, comes to, the, the sower sows the word, and immediately the thief comes to steal that which was sown, to take away that which was sown. Okay? So then our job, the easiest thing that we can do, is to, once the word is sown, protect it. Keep it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 and following. It says, guard your heart with all diligence. Attend unto my word. Give ear unto my saying. See? Guard your heart with all diligence. Why? Because out of this heart that has the word that is guarded comes the issues of life. So when we look around and we see... Uh, um, things that are not operating as they should, as he spoke, we can say right quickly that my heart in that area was not guarded with all diligence. I might have quoted three, four things and say, oh, help me, oh, help me, and I appreciate that. But when I guarded with diligence, come on now, there's just a difference, y'all. Y'all can look at it. When you guard it with diligence, it ain't no, oh, I didn't have that. No, when you guard it with diligence, you say, this is mine. I'm not losing it. You can't have it. See? That's the place that God wants our heart to be, that no, 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 this, this precious word that was given to me, that's the word I'm going to keep. That's the word I'm now going to live by. But you don't understand it, okay? The understanding is going to come. Let's go ahead and see this. You just got to know this. Um, Proverbs chapter. Proverbs chapter eight. <laughs> see, I, I quoted chapter four, which says that you saw the garden with all diligence, okay? But I'm going to go further because he says, with all you're getting, he wants you to do something, four, with all you're getting, get understanding, get wisdom, get, get, hold on to it, he said. Pursue it. With all you're getting, say, get the wisdom, get the understanding, with all of it, 
So, again, we're going to have to decide that we're going to be sold out to this because God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? Shall he not make it good? Has he not spoken it? Shall he not bring it to pass? See? So we need to have that fervor and diligence when we hear a promise. It, it doesn't really matter what your parents had happened in their lives. I don't know what might have caused them to release the, the, the grip that they had on the word and begin to just look at circumstances and situations rather than the word. I don't know what could have caused that. The training that they went through up to the point where they let go of the word, I don't know. But I know that God is faithful, that promise. So then if I hold on to that, he said, heaven and earth would pass away before one jot or tittle should change. See, he will not alter the thing that is going forth out of his mouth. Watches over his word to perform it. See? So then since he's committed to it that much to Every day, every night, 24-7, watch over that word so that he can bring it to pass. I might as well engage and just believe in what he said. That kind of makes it easy, doesn't it? I, I'm just the one that chooses to believe. That, that's just the way it is. I, I choose not to doubt. I choose to believe. You're the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro over the whole earth. Why? So that he can show himself strong in the behalf of those that have a mature or perfect heart towards him. Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles 16, 9. See, he's looking for that. And so when I heard that, I raised my hand and said, Lord, here I am. You ain't got to look no further. I choose to simply believe you. See? You can show yourself strong in my behalf. Okay? So in Proverbs chapter 8, he, he sets some things in motion here. Again, this is after chapter 4. Um, you can do something for me. It, it just helps you. It's a part of a, uh, the discipline that, that we need to participate in. There are two books that's right in the middle of the Bible. That's the book of Psalms and the book of Proverbs. And on further investigation, you will find out that there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, which would help us to understand that that's a proverb for every day that there is in that month. Even if the month only has 30 days, you got to oversupply of a word from God because there's 31 for every day of the month. See, one per day. So then chronologically, just whatever day of the week it is, go and get that proverb and read that proverb. I would submit to you that it would be wise for you to look at it in the morning because the book of Proverbs is the book of wisdom in the Old Testament. Okay? That's what it's known as. So then you're going to need wisdom throughout the day. So go to the book of Proverbs and read 1 through 31 in correlation with those 1 to 31 that's in the month. 
so that you can get wisdom for the day. I didn't say that you're just going to be able to, I'm not looking for you to just quote it. I'm looking for you to utilize it as the, the, the staff that will support you throughout the day. Amen. That when you begin to, to falter or become weak, go back and meditate on what the proverb for that day, the wisdom for that day was. Okay? Every day for the rest of your life. Uh, uh, the Proverbs is, again, in the center of the, uh, of the Bible. Then you can utilize those Proverbs and Psalms in correlation. Proverbs in the morning for wisdom and peace, which is what's going to come from the Psalms, at night. There's your sandwich, if you would. There's your bread of life. Glory to God. The, the, the meat is going, to, is going to come for us in our generation. The meat is going to come from the epistles. Okay? That's where the meat's going to come. Because the revelation from God is, 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 is bulging out of the epistles. Amen. From the book of Romans to the book of, of, of Titus, to the book of Jude, I'm sorry, to the book of Jude. Okay? Every day. That's, that's where the meat is packed for us. Okay? The, the book of Revelation is a book that contains a, a prophecy. So then you can get to that, but people get lost sometimes in that because they don't know how to apply it and when to apply it. But you can go from the book of First Corinthians, from Romans, you can go all the way to the book of Jude, and you can apply that every day. Those are the epistles that are written for you. Okay? That's where the, 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 the mystery, has, the, the, the gospel has been hidden in, in those uh, books for you. And God does it like that so that the devil can't stop it because he don't know what mystery God is revealing to you. He has to wait on you to, to, to give him that information. That's why I just a hint. He said, I will keep my mouth while the wicked one is about me. He has to wait for you to tell him something. He's only seeking those he can devour. It didn't say he came and devoured everybody. He's seeking. So then if you would allow the word of God to transform your mind and cause your heart to be encouraged, then the devil don't know where to fight. Selah, calmly think on that. So then I would just submit to you that um, because there's 150 psalms, that means that's going to take you, you know, it's going to take you almost a quarter of the year right there. Amen. Right quick. Okay? Because you have, again, one for every day. You can just parallel them. When you get to Psalms 32, that, that would be the end of the book of Proverbs. You just take Psalm 32 on the first of the next month. Okay? So now it's going to be Psalms 32, um, Proverbs chapter 1 for the next month. And then you just continue that pattern until you get to 150 again. Then you start 150, go back to Psalms 1 and Proverbs 1. Okay? And you will find that what will happen is you will become... Uh, you'll become wiser. You'll become one that's not uh, uh, troubled by many things because the peace that you need will be given to you. You can hear that psalms all night, and the peace of God that passes your understanding will engage your spirit at a different level. Amen. 
So just go ahead and just make that a part of your discipline. That I'm, I'm just going to read the Proverbs and the Psalm every day from now on. Just in rotation. I ain't got to worry about it. I can, I can keep it up by the calendar. So if you start, as you start in January, we're coming around to it, and you start in January, you know that was the first month. See? So this February, you know you're going through the second cycle in the, in the Psalms. See? Then you can just do this every day all the time. Put it, make it a clockwork item. See? So then what will happen is you begin to insulate yourself from the attacks of the enemy on your mind. Because God will have infused you with wisdom and peace. Glory to God. See? He's giving you a, a double barrel of salt for the enemy. And then that same training can be given to your kids. Now he's insulating your family. Glory to God. He's interested in you doing this. Proverbs chapter 8, beginning at verse 10, okay? Because God has placed you in wisdom. He wants you to walk in wisdom. He wants you to be established in wisdom. Okay? Because Jesus was made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 10. Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared with it. Wow. He says, from Jump Street, I'm trying to tell you what to do. We are of a generation that has been trained in uh, uh, get what I can from this job, that job, and the other job. I mean, really, come on, y'all. You have there are people that are, are are working multiple jobs and still don't have needs met. Amen. Because what happens is the Bible says you uh, store these things in bags that have holes in them. Amen. See. So let's let's listen to what he said. He said, receive my instruction and not silver. So the most important thing would be the instruction that God has for each and every day. He's going to give you plans, ideas that's going to uh, uh, stupefy your enemies, if you would let him. Okay? He, he'll give you instructions that will cause... You to be the one that's redeemed out of destruction. Amen. Because what the devil meant for evil, God will turn it for good. He meant it for good. See? And we know that all things begin to work together for those that love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. What is his primary purpose? Fellowship with you. Amen. He wants to 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 allow you, his presence to make the difference in your life. That the devil will look and say, "I got him trapped," and then you will see how to get out of any situation or circumstance that the devil set up. Why? Because the love of God never fails, and you keep yourself in the love of God because you keep yourself in the Word where the love of God is displayed, where the love of God is deposited. Amen. 
my instructions and not silver. Knowledge rather than choice gold. <laughs> I mean, y'all, he said choice gold. That means, you know, that's the, the best of the best, right? He says, but I need for you to have working wisdom. That is the application of wisdom is knowledge. Okay? The wise use of knowledge, that's wisdom. The application of it. He he wants you to, to win, not to lose. He doesn't want to give you temporary. God is not. He will give it to you. That's not his primary uh, purpose. He wants you to win all the time, above only and not beneath, the head and not the tail. All right? So he's not interested in you having uh, a – he doesn't even like saying peace, peace when there is no peace. He doesn't even like that. See? He wants you to walk above the situation. We were talking about it last week when the, the disciples were in that mess. Jesus came walking on their problem and would have passed them by. See? So the, so there is a, a place in God that, that, that when I connect with Jesus at that level, I'm supposed to walk above my problem. That's why when Peter said, Jesus, if it's you, bid me come. And Jesus, well, it was him, so he couldn't say nothing else. He said, it's I, come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water. Why? Because he saw Jesus as the one that was going to work out the situation for him. See, everybody that was in that boat could have came out of it. Everybody that was in that, he's no respect to a person. See, so they all could have just said, well, Jesus, since it's you, can I come too? And Jesus would have said, it's me, come. And I don't know, maybe that would have been the last time that the fishermen uh, used boats. They might have been walking on water from that point on. I don't know. That's just something that's unknowable because Peter gave up. He began to watch the, the waves and the wind, and it says that he began to sink. And Jesus reached down and, and got him and pulled him out of the water and then said, wherefore did you doubt? Peter, you was already walking on the water. Why did you doubt? It would have been one thing, Peter, if you never walked on the water and you said, I can't do it, I can't do it. Peter, you were already walking. He got out of the boat, the Bible says, and he began to walk towards Jesus on the water. Okay? But then the devil comes and says, you can't do that. You mean the thing I'm already doing? I can't do it? It's kind of late now, ain't it? But he's going to try to, uh, again, get us to convince a demon that the word of God was true. When the demon already knows. The devil already knows that what God says is true. He already knows that. The Bible says that, that the devils believe that there is one God and they tremble. They already know. But they try to make sure you don't know. See? To get you to doubt. To get you to look at circumstances and situations and say, God must not be meaning what he said because of this that's in front of me. Why would you let uh, the truth of God uh, be relegated to what your circumstances speak to you? See, and particularly for us, beloved, because we've been uh, the ones that have, have received the Holy Spirit. 
And the Holy Spirit's job is to lead you into all the truth, to bring to your remembrance what Jesus said. Why am I spending my time listening at a lying devil when the Holy Ghost who lives in me wants to bring to my remembrance what Jesus said? See? I mean, this thing is 100% rigged for your victory. 100%. You, his word, you all, he always causes us to triumph. See? So then we need to, again, have that as the, 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 the premise of our thinking, that no matter what I'm going through, God says he always causes me to triumph. He, okay, come on, come on. I'm just, I'm just hearing what he said. He said he always causes us to triumph. It didn't say he always causes us to go through trials differently. If I'm facing something, I'm facing it as a victor. Amen. See, I'm not just facing it because you got to go through. No, 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 no. I'm facing it to win, period, every time, all the time. Okay? Because he always causes me to triumph. He gives me the victory. He's not, he's not just trying to give me an experience, beloved. See? You know, um, again, I'm, 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 I'm pouring out of my heart so that you can hear it. But he's not trying to just give us an experience because some people will tell you that experience is the best teacher. And I would tell you that's probably 100% wrong because you're going to experience death one time. Please tell me what you learned. You didn't learn anything because you did. So then if, if, if experience is the best teacher, then the plan that Jesus had, it would have a flaw in it. Keep right there in, 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 in Proverbs chapter 10. We're coming back there. But I just want you to see it from the mouth of Jesus. Turn to um, Matthew chapter um, 16, I believe it is. Yeah. Verse 13 of chapter 16 of the book of Matthew. And we just want to kind of eliminate the process of thinking that says, well, experience is the best teacher. Okay? I just, you know, let's just get rid of that. Because sometimes we kind of agree with that, and then we uh, start walking uh, from that position of thought, and so we never end up in victory. We keep going round and round and round. Well, let's stop that, Okay? And go to the scripture so that you can then have confidence in what he said. I'm going to take you some scriptures that's in red in your Bible. So that means this is Jesus saying it. Okay? This ain't no Brother Steve said that. No, 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 no. Jesus. Okay? Let's let him do the teaching. 1613. And when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, wow. And, And the reason why that was important is because in this region, they had a physical place that was called the gates of hell. Jesus is going to make reference to that in a minute, but in order for him to deal with that, that, that thought process that people had, he had to go to that place where that stronghold was, okay? 
He came into the coast of Philip, Caesarea Philippi. And, it's just, and he asked the disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they say, Some say thou art John the Baptist, and some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And then he said unto them, But whom do you say that I am? Please notice what he just did. He took it from out of community, and he made it personal. Community can stay in error, and everybody in the community will be impacted by that error. But you can individually come out of the community and have a personal relationship with Jesus. But whom do ye say that I, the Son of Man, am? And then Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon, blessed, the word is defined as empowered to prosper. Blessed are you, Simon. You're empowered to prosper. Okay? Why? Because flesh and blood have not revealed this in unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. So then, if experience was the best teacher, Jesus would not have been giving us and understanding that there is a better way. Because he said, Peter, you are empowered to prosper because of one thing, because the Father in heaven revealed this unto you. He didn't say the Father in heaven made you go through an experience, did he? He says, you are empowered to prosper, Peter, because the Father has revealed this unto you. And because of this, I also say that you are Peter, a rock. And upon this rock, Peter the rock? No, the revelation that was given to Peter, upon this rock, he's going to do what? I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it, or the things in community will not be able to prevail against it. That's why he went to Caesarea Philippi, okay? He didn't just go there because it was the next place on the, on the list. He went there to dispel the things that were causing the people of God to miss God, okay? They, they, they had uh, come to the place where community was, was, was trapped, and Jesus went to the place where the community was trapped, and said, now I'm going to give you the key to this. I'm going to show you the, the ability to win. I'm going to give you the blessing of revelation. And upon the rock of revelation, the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it. And because they can't prevail, Peter, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. So he says, Peter, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm going to give you is, is we don't have to learn by experience anymore. You can stop things that have been happening in community, Peter, by the revelation that comes from the Father. So, beloved, you don't have to just stay in the, in the test, trials, circumstances of community any longer. Amen. Because whom the Son sets free is free indeed.
experience no longer has to be the best teacher. Otherwise, this whole teaching that Jesus just gave here becomes unbeneficial, doesn't it? He says, no, 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 no. Personally, Peter, what do you know? He said, well, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You know, I've watched you do things uh, in front of me that, that, that made me say, wow, this must be the Christ. Okay? So then since I've watched that, and I, I'm assured that these things can only be done by the power of God, you must be Jesus the son of the living God. I, 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 I was here when you fed the 5,000, and we didn't have nothing but, but, but two fish and five loaves of bread, and you fed 5,000 men. Didn't count the women and children. I was with you when you just stopped the, the wind and the waves, and, and, and then immediately, even after I had my doubts and my fears, I got back in the boat, and immediately we were at the other side. So, so you're doing stuff that I had never seen before. Surely you are the son of the living God, the Christ, the anointed one. So then, since that's what has been revealed to me, I'm going to live my life by that revelation because you just said the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That was the same Peter that, 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 that he got the revelation in Mark chapter 4, that the, what Jesus said was going to happen, it was going to come to pass, because he said, no man eat any fruit from you this henceforth. And he cursed the fig tree. Why? Because the fig tree was the leaf that the, in the Garden of Eden, it was a fig leaf that they used to cover themselves with, Adam and Eve. So they were eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And so Jesus was cursing the fig tree or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So he went there. Those were assignments that he had to go and pull down the stronghold. They were always eating at that place, at that tree. See, community ate from the tree of the, the fig tree. So Jesus went to the place of the community's appetite. And said, no, I'm going to curse the fig tree. And nobody's going to eat from you anymore. We don't have to eat from the, the, the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil. We can now eat from the tree of life. See? And I mean, I know sometimes we didn't get that understanding. We, people didn't teach us that. It just sounded like a good uh, 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 stuff to put together and make it sound good. No, it was a purpose behind why Jesus went to Caesarea Philippi. It was a purpose why he cursed that fig tree on the way to uh, Jerusalem. See, then when he came back, he said, well, I need for you to know, this is what we can do. Look, Jesus said, look, Jesus, the, 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 the fig tree is cursed from the root. And Jesus said, let me teach you something, boy. I'm going to give you some power, some understanding, some revelation right here. Have faith in God. For if you have faith in God, you will say to this mountain, be thou plucked up and be thou cast into the sea, and it would obey you. You can live by the word of your mouth instead of what community has taught you and grasped as a, a settled fact in, in, in the kingdom of God. He want, He's inviting us there, beloved. 
so that we can enjoy life by promise, by that which was spoken. Didn't that what Jesus said? You shall not live by bread alone, but you shall live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. He wants us to live by those words. See? So then when he says yes, we know it's a yes. When he says no, we'll stop it. Whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. I heard a word, and the word said, this is now life to me. I don't have to live in community any longer. Whom do you say that I, the son of man, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, blessed, empowered to prosper, are you now? Peter, flesh and blood didn't reveal it to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So I want you to see right there that that experience is no longer the best. For those of us who are saved, for those of us who have purposed to allow the Holy Ghost to lead us into all truth, to bring to our members what Jesus has said to us, to show us things to come, Teach us and guide us into the truth. And then give us the power that's necessary to win. I no longer have to have experience as my teacher. Proceed. Go back to Proverbs chapter 8, verses 10 through 35. I'm hoping that this is is, is being tied together for you in a way that would would help you to to, to function in, in, in the victory that's already been given to you. See? We're not just saying things that, 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 that are, are cunningly devised fables. See? These are truths that transform from the inside, and we can then walk them out every day of our lives. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 10 to 35. Receive my instruction, not silver. See? I, I need for you to, to trust in my word more than you trust in what you can collect. Trust in what's inspirational, not feel-good inspirational, inspired of God inspirational. That's what in spirit breathe, okay? That's in spirit breathe, inspiration, okay? I want us to, to, to not uh, to go by goosebumps, but go by something that is in spirit breathe. Receive my instruction rather than, uh, and not silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired not to be compared to wisdom. Wow. All the things. PhD would be a thing, wouldn't it? Amen. Uh, That lucrative job would be a thing, wouldn't it? The, the, the status and, 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 and good, um, uh, uh, co- good connection, that would be a thing, wouldn't it? He says, all things that may be desired are not to be compared to wisdom. Verse 12, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find out the knowledge of witty inventions. God just opened up your future right there with that scripture. There was a coworker that I had, and she was going to um, start her business, and she was looking for, because um, we worked at a church, and so she was looking for 
a scripture to to kind of base her her her, her business on. And so then I immediately dropped God dropped in my spirit. And I wisdom dwell with prudence, and I find out the knowledge of witty invention. So she said, that's my foundation of scripture. Because it's going to show her things that she might not know how to do. Doesn't matter. God says, I wisdom dwell with prudence, and I find out the knowledge of witty invention. I want to give you this. I want to transfer this to you. You will find out that the, the people that uh, believe God at this level, they are the ones that the leaders in industry. Why? Because wisdom finds out the knowledge of witty invention. Things that might not even been uh, uh, released yet in the earth. The, 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 the lady that, um, that made the, rad, the, the owner of the company for the rad board, she was a, a, a sister that her husband had just went on to be with the Lord, and so she was kind of like without uh, uh, income. And she began to just seek God and ask God, you know, what to do. Lord, help me. Strengthen me. Show me something. And so then God, by scripture, would show her that um, you, you're going to have to live by my word. And she said, well, yeah, yeah, I know that. He said, no, you have to live by my word. By word. And he took her to Hebrews chapter 11. So he says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. See? And so she began to say, wait a minute. I'm trying to live my life by what my husband left me, whatever the uh, uh, insurance, he said, no, that's not faith. See, that's, I need you to live by my word. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. So why are you living by the bank account that, 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 that you can count and add and subtract from? So I need you to learn to live by faith. And so she put that over the wall that entered the door of her building. And then as she began to do that, God showed her, gave her an idea. The, her, her husband had, had drawn some drawings, and she was not technical in this at all. But she saw the drawings, and she said, well, what's this? And God began to show her what it was because she didn't understand head from tail. And then she went and said, okay, good. She took it to a manufacturer, and they made the rad board, which means it, had, um, it, had a, it was like a U-shaped um, uh, uh, design so that it had wheels on multiple levels of that U-shape. So then you can go in any direction now because you could turn and go back the other way and use the one of the things that was the U, it would become an arm for you. So you can rest on it while you went back the other way because if you're going to go up and down a hill, you know, you got to walk and carry it. She didn't have to carry it. She would just turn it and ride the other way. And that, that one uh, uh, invention that she uh, got into, 11 million dollars from that invention. I believe all of her concerns of what she's going to be able to, how she's going to live in the house, all those concerns were gone. Why? Because our wisdom dwell with knowledge and I find, I dwell with prudence and I find out the knowledge of witty invention. Notice it says that wisdom dwells with prudence or diligence. Okay? It, it doesn't just, it's not fly by night stuff. It, it dwell, it's, it's, going, it's settled in a place where you continually seek God over, even though I don't know the answers, I know the one that has the answers. That's what he said. If you continue in my word, then are you disciplined by my word? You are my disciples indeed, what you do. And then the truth that you are intimate with, it will make you free. See? So she just kept going to God, talking to God, hearing from heaven. And living by the word that proceedeth out 
of the mouth of God. I prudence, I wisdom, do with prudence and find out the knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and the evil way. In the forward mouth, I do hate. Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom, I am understanding. This is what wisdom is saying to us. I am understanding. Counsel is mine. Sound, durable wisdom. I have strength. I mean, just look at what wisdom said. Wisdom said, I have strength. If you find yourself weak, then the more you depend, because he's been made unto us, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and, and redemption. The more you lean on, trust in him, he says, I have strength. Glory to God. Okay? When, when, when you think you, you, you're going to give up, you don't have to, because wisdom will speak to you and remind you, I, wisdom, have strength. By me, princes rule, excuse me, by me, kings reign, and princes decree justice. That's just good, y'all. Come on. It says, by me, kings reign. Nobility is in place because of wisdom. Kings reign. Well, beloved, you are a king and a priest unto your God. So then since you are a king and a priest unto your God, he needs you to reign. Glory to God. Wisdom causes the reigning of kings to happen. He says, by me, princes have better conversations. They decree justice. Mm. They decree what should be. Say, wisdom opens up this treasure trove. By me, princes rule and nobles, even the judges of the earth, excuse me, even all of the judges of the earth. Glory to God. I mean, would you not want to be included in the ones that are making the decisions? You can make your own decisions, beloved. I am counsel. I, I have counsel. I, it says counsel is mine. I am understanding. Wisdom. This is what wisdom, this is the conversation that wisdom wants to impart into your soul so that your soul being renewed, your spirit now can allow that soul to move on. It's no sense that you trying to uh, operate by your soul because your soul is going to be confused by issues, circumstances, but your spirit receives might in the inner man. It says, Riches, come on, by me, princes rule and nobles, verse 16, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me. Do you love wisdom, beloved? Because he says, I love them that love me. It's a reciprocal situation. If you're going to say that uh, I just need information, but I don't have to have the information with inspiration, then you don't love wisdom. Amen. There's a wisdom that comes from above and a wisdom that comes from below. I'm going to try to get there. I don't look like I'm going to make it. <laughs> it says, I love them that love me, and those that seek me wisdom early shall find me wisdom. Come on, y'all. 
you, 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 he didn't just say you're going to come on. That's good stuff. He didn't just say you're going to find the answer to your problem. He says you're going to find wisdom that's going to guide you to victory. There's a big difference than just trying to get an answer to a problem than to get the 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 way to win perpetually. So he's trying to take you to victory, not just to the to overcome this problem. Amen. He says, watch this, verse 18, riches and honor are with me. And not just temporary riches, durable riches that are accompanied by righteousness. Wow. Come on, y'all. See? And if, if you operate from righteousness, the Bible says he will not withhold any good thing from those that walk in righteousness, walk uprightly. Durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold. Yea, fine gold. And my revenues than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness. Notice he did not pluralize the way of righteousness. Why is that important? Because righteousness that's established, that endures forever, will be there no matter what the challenge is. Righteousness still reigns. And he's going to lead in the way of righteousness. And the way of righteousness that he's going to lead is going to be in the midst of the path of judgment. Wow. I mean, that's a double-edged sword right there. See, I, 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 I can decree and declare a thing, and it will be established unto me, judgment. What heaven says, I say. And what heaven says, lasts, affects change. Because I'm now functioning in the midst of the paths of judgment. Why do you do that? Why are you leading in the way of righteousness? Why are you, is this righteousness connected to the path of judgment? So that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance. Did he say work for substance? No, he did not. He said you would inherit it. All these blessings will come upon you and they will overtake you. That they may inherit substance and in this process of operating in their inheritance, I will feel their treasures. Wow. You know, when you have sealed treasuries, that means you're living in the overflow. You're living in the abundance. Amen. See? So he, he, look at this. When you love him, when you love wisdom, then he wants to cause you to inherit substance and fill your treasures. He just removed fear, doubt, worry through from your life because you have sealed treasures. Not stuff you had to work for, but inherit substance. Wow. This is how good God wants to be in your life. See? He says in verse 22, the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way. 
before his works of old. I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. See, he gets to take you to the place where before trouble could have even been thought about, he was already set up. Wisdom is already in place. Before the mountains, before I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was, when there was no depths, I was brought forth. I was the manifestation of all the things that you saw in the earth. It was because of me. John 1, he says, all things were created by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. So all of the stuff that we see in the earth, wisdom caused it to be there. Before, when there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there was no foundations abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was brought forth. While as yet he has not made the earth nor the fields nor the highest part of dust. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depths, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea his decree that the water should not pass his commandments, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him. I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. So then just so I understand, he just said that wisdom functions out of rejoicing perpetually. He said, I was, then I was by him as one brought up with him. Verse 30, I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. Beloved, I mean, God is wanting to, to have us to enjoy good. The same good that was there from the foundation of the earth. Daily rejoicing. Hmm. It says, verse 32, I was rejoicing where? Come on, come on, y'all. I was rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. So he says he wants to bring this rejoicing into your life. He says, I rejoice in the habitable parts of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Now, because of this, hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways, the ways of wisdom, the ways of understanding. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates and waiting for the post of my doors. Whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. This is the, 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 the place of entrance that God wants us to be in. This is the place where, 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 where he wants to show himself strong in our behalf so that we can testify of our God, of the grace and love of our God. That because of that, people will see good works and glorify the Father who's in heaven. But your way, 
or God's way becomes the choice. You allow him to just do the exceedingly abundantly above all he can dash or think? Or will you still try to intellectually tie to this or that or the other when the wisdom of God has been made unto you? When the righteousness of God has been made unto you? When the redemption of God has been made unto you? When the sanctification of God has been made unto you, of whom in Christ Jesus wisdom was made unto us. Your way or God's way? God's waiting on you today. Father, we just thank you. We bless you and we praise you for another revelation of your loving kindness and tender mercies. Giving us the victory from the very beginning, and then giving us an opportunity to walk it out before you in humility. Thank you, Father, that we choose to acknowledge you in all of our ways so that you can then direct our paths. Victory unto victory. Grace unto grace. The fullness of all, of him that fills all in all. We give you praise, sir. We give you glory. We give you honor. In the master's name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior, and the redeemed the Lord said together, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, again, as we get to the end of the, the ministry tonight, as we said in the beginning, if you have any questions or uh, comments about the ministry, then we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. Um, and remembering that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. So here you call 312-330-4024. You have the mic. Here you call 312. Go ahead. Hello. Praise the yes. Lord. Uh, this was an excellent teaching today on wisdom and understanding and all the time the things that we think we know we don't know nothing (laughs) okay I'm sure there are laws and people can throw up laws of relativity or whatever but you can't walk on the water Jesus walked in the water. He ain't care nothing about that law. <laughs> nothing about it. He ain't care nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't mean a thing. Didn't mean a thing. To yeah. He told Peter to come on and walk on it too. Yeah. So we just need that faith. And you sure. don't know what you don't know what good plan or big plan. God has plans for your life, yeah. and it may it may involve a few things that you know should go this way or that way, mm-hmm. and God right. knows you're going in a completely different direction. You got to trust God. Yeah. Sure. So I just want to be tell you how grateful I am that you taught on this today, yeah. and we just yeah. stay. I praise God for you listening and passing on the word. 
And there was a little word in the message today, and thank you for that. In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you mm-hmm. for being a part of the ministry tonight. Um, it, 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 it's very refreshing to always hear your voice, to know that, that you're there, um, allowing God to just impart um, the things that are necessary uh, for life, for victory in him. Amen. Thank you for that. Erico 404. Five three six seven eight two nine. Uh, you have the right. Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? Here you go. Four four. Yes. Five three six um, seven eight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just thanking God that you 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 ministering to our faith, building our faith in what God can do. I just just working on building my faith, and I appreciate the teaching. Amen. Amen. Like I said, that's what we're here for. Um, and I see that uh, a number of people and. I, they don't want to. They don't want to be heard on the radio yet. We'll 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 ask God to continue to strengthen them in their faith um, as we go. Um, so um, again, if you, after hearing the ministry, um, uh, the Lord speaks to your heart that to sow a seed here at LiveDeliverance.com, please go to the website and find the donate tab and allow God to tell you what seed you should give to LiveDeliverance.com. That keeps us on the air. That keeps uh, all of the the bills being paid. That 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 causes staffing that are in places to be able to do their job with joy. You know, it's it's one thing to 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 do a, a, the work of the Lord and 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 don't know who is uh, receiving or being blessed by it because they don't sow back into the ministry to let you be encouraged by their gifts. So please uh, hear from God and what He would have you to give to LiveDeliverance.com. And also, I'd like for you to tell all your friends where they can uh, listen to and participate in the broadcast here on Monday evenings, that they can just go to uh, the LiveDeliverance.com, or they can use the telephone, uh, which is the, the code would be, the calling number would be 646-378-1857. Uh, and they can participate, or they can go on uh, one of the website avenues that we have to cause people to be able to hear. We just want to impart into your lives the things that God has showed us and told us that would be a blessing uh, in this generation. So, um, therefore, we can, uh, at the end of it, we can know that we did what we were supposed to. So until the next time that we get together, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace in Jesus' name.